Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, Steve Geller also joined us. We're at the uh, Saints practice facilities. The Saints will have practice starting in a few minutes. And so uh, Bob and uh, Jeff Nowak will go there on around 5 o'clock time frame. Steve and I will coordinate and supervise until 6 o'clock. And guys, uh, Saints made a move today in uh, releasing James Washington, a uh, veteran wide receiver. And you can see some of the young talent uh, that has developed here. We, we see it in A.T. Perry and also Shaq Davis, who has really come on well. And with James, a uh, veteran guy, uh, Bob uh, just just didn't make enough plays here in practice. Well, I like uh, James Washington. Uh, cowboy. Because uh, he liked horses and the cowboy. It just seemed like a good guy and like you was saying, look, uh, he's going into his fifth year now in the NFL at Oklahoma State. Uh, but, you know, he might end up somewhere else because uh, he's a hard worker and all that. But I think the Saints uh, looking at more of their young talent, considering like A.T. Perry, he was targeted six times, had six catches. And, you know, when you look at a guy like uh, A.T. Perry, they know it's there when the light bulb's going to click. And what I mean by that is, is can he have the kind of production maybe that he had at uh, Wake Forest? Because when you, I, I, I thought that he would have been gone before the sixth round, so I, I kind of look at that as a six-round steal. But uh, if you look at it, Mike, in, in college, he was uh, prolific to say the least. He had 152 catches right under 2,400 yards in his final two seasons at Wake Forest. So I think you want to give A.T. Perry a lot more opportunities. And you talk and Shaq. also about Shaq yeah. Davis, the rookie out of uh, South Carolina State, uh, and they both big like Shaq Davis, six foot five, two fifteen. You look at At Perry, like six foot uh, six, two o five. Now At Perry, he, to me, one of his downfalls has been he needs to play his size. You know, play like you um, six foot five, six six, not like you five eleven, and you know, catch those contested catches and high point the ball. So uh, I think that's just getting more reps. For those young guys, they kind of know where James Washington's at and uh, going in that direction. Uh, I'm still interested. You still in have Brian Edwards. Who right, also right, they right. In. Uh, one thing with Shaq. That's familiar and, with, uh, with De- Derek Carr. Yeah. One thing with Shaq, and you can see with him, small college guy, uh, is that sometimes he'll overrun a route, okay? If it's supposed to be eight yards, he'll run it 10. If it's 10, it's maybe 12, and then sometimes he'll cut it off. But that comes with practice and learning how to run more precise routes, I think, where what you can't teach is size, and he's got the ability to get up in the air make a catch out front with his hands. He's just got to become a much more proficient route runner. You know, and I think also um, 
Uh, uh, he's a bigger guy, uh, 6'1", 205, Lindbaum Jr. Yep. To see maybe him in the return game, uh, you know, whether it be against the Chargers or Texans. So uh, I'm not worried about a wide receiving uh, depth right now. And it'll be interesting to see if, uh, like, Traquan, uh, will he practice against the Chargers? Because uh, he had two outstanding one-on-one practices where he was beating all the defensive backs. So uh, that'll be interesting uh, to see if he's available, you know, dealing with that groin injury. Like I said, I've seen him working out. He looked fine to me. Uh, and then, I don't know, uh, maybe they stash in, um, just wanting him to be ready for sure for the season, Rashid Shahid. You know, he's another one. Uh, they both went down at the same time, like with yeah. the groin injury. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about our receiving core right now. I'm more worried about maybe uh, offensive, the, the line, offensive line and the depth at uh, tackle. And uh, I tell you what, uh, you're going to know a lot uh, from Trevor Penning because when you're going to go one-on-one in practice against the Chargers, uh, they're not going to utilize their running back at a tight end to help you out with a chip block. No, he's going to be going uh, one-on-one, and it's going to be a real test in those joint practices uh, this week, going against Joey uh, Boza and might even uh, also Khalil, Khalil Mack. Mack. Yeah, so uh, – and I was talking with Jeff Duncan before we came on the air – I mean, I'll be interested to see if Trevor Penning even wins a rep. You know, like a pass rep, rush and rep. Yeah. So, you know, you might try and slow him down, but uh, th- that could be very humbling because that's two of the best ever in the NFL. And I still think Khalil Mack has a lot left in the tank. And, and Joey Boza, him and his uh, brother Nick, I mean, that guy speaks for themselves what they've done in the league. Yeah, with Joey, I think it's more a question of health. Can he stay healthy? He's been nicked up some. And I've even heard Nick make the comment that uh, he thought of the two guys, the two brothers, that Joey was the quicker, the faster. Uh, well, Nick is more the power, uh, a little yeah, bit more it, of a powerful it, player. It, it's like Joey. one in one eight. The, the, they, every team would want him. Uh, you know, and, and and they got a gene pool and, now, and, and, man. At, at the highest With the level. dad, the uncle, <laughs> you name it, all played in this league. One of the guys, you talk about offensive line depth, and, and man, Greg Little is going to be cut by the Houston Texans. He was a guy, this is just 2019. He was a second-round pick by the Panthers from Ole Miss. Uh, now, he sort of has bounced around a little bit, Panthers, Dolphins, Texans, but Man, I take a look at that. Uh, well, you, know, well, I, you know, I'm not giving him a lot of money, but man, uh, Greg Little was a guy that came in pretty. He was a 37th overall player picked in 2019. Well, the, they'd have to. Um, uh, they'd almost have to think that because I still think they want to give them an opportunity. Uh, two veterans, Storm Norton. Uh, you know, he's going to this fourth year out of Toledo, and Lewis Kidd, who I know Zach was high on. He's yeah, going exactly. to second year out of Montana State, so. I mean, do they want to give them more reps? But like you said, you're never going to have too much competition at the tackle And position. you get a lot of injuries. And so uh, it'll be interesting to see where Greg Little, because, man, it's it's unusual. You get an early-round pick offensive lineman, bounce around that much early in his career. I don't know if it's focused for him or whatever, but uh, he's a guy that I'm sure will get some phone calls. Because one thing in watching preseason over the weekend, Bob, no team has any depth along the offensive line. Once that first team unit goes out, man, you talk about it's Katie bar the door. I mean, water's coming over the the, the top yeah. real quick over the levee. Well, and it's like you said, throughout the NFL, and then you even look at, like, you might watch, like, an XFL, USFL game, and the line, uh, the, that's the main problem there. 
uh, you know, is, is uh, the offensive lineman. Just don't uh, have enough of them. Like even, uh, I don't know, Mike, we think Nick Saldaveri, I, I don't think he played too good against the Chiefs. But what's your take Bob, on him? I mean, watching him is the fact that I know he can run block. Uh, the thing with him at Old Dominion, you didn't have to play against top pass rushers each and every week. And so similar to Trevor, he rides a little high in the saddle. So, man, if you can get if you get up, man, I can get under your pads and sort of move you around a little bit. So in the pass protection part, he's there, but he's too much there. And as an interior defensive lineman, man, I'll catch you and I can move you around. He's got to learn how to play with a little lower pad base as an offensive lineman and attack the defensive guy, not wait for the hit, so to speak. And that comes with experience. But you're playing at Old Dominion. I mean, how many top pass rushers you see in there in a year? Maybe right. one? Maybe one. Uh, yeah, who's going to be at the NFL level. But uh, that's one thing I think um, – that I guess this is a positive, even though uh, you know he was sacked three times. Jameis Winston uh, behind the second team offensive line. You even look at uh, Hayner at times. But uh, the one thing about like uh, with Jameis, at least he is better to sack than to throw an interception. You know, you live to fight another day. One but, thing with Jameis too, he took off a couple times running with the ball. They yeah, can learn how to slide. But but, but the one <laughs> the one thing though, uh, Jameis started off hot. He's eleven of thirteen. But he lost 28 yards and no sacks. But the final three possessions with Jameis on the center, they gained only a total of 10 net yards and ended three straight punts. So, you know, he started out a lot of leakage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of leakage. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We're live from the Saints practice facilities, and we'll be back with more Saints talk, LSU talk, NFL talk right after this break here on the Big 870 WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, Steve Geller also here. We're at the Saints Practice Facilities where the practices will start in just a few moments uh, here and we'll have coverage of the practice sessions. Uh, Bobby and Jeff Nowak will be at the practice sessions. Uh, Steve and I will hold things down in a sort of 
makeshift studio that we got here. So we'll hold it down till the guys get back. And then at 7 o'clock tonight, be the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss will join the crew. Bob, uh, we talked about this yesterday, the signing of Darrell Williams. Darrell's a guy I remember in high school. He was a Wildcat quarterback at first. Got moved to running back, came in that class with – Leonard Fournette and Darius Geis is right behind those particular deals. So I'm not sure if, if Darrell Williams would have stuck around in today's world where you could have left and gone somewhere else without having to sit out a year. Man, tough, hard-nosed guys, 5'11", 225 in that range. He's no speed burn. He's a north-south guy. And he catches the ball really well coming out of the backfield. Uh, Patrick Mahomes really praised him when he was in Kansas City. Not as a runner or receiver. Guess what? Blocking. Pass protector. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that, that goes a long way. And Wes Banker coming out of uh, John Errett. Um, like, like you said, spent his first four seasons with the Chiefs. Last season he was with the Arizona Cardinals. He's only 28 years of age, so he's not like he's 32, uh, being 28. In his career, he's right on the 1,800 yards from scrimmage. He's had a nose uh, for the end zone, has 15 total touchdowns in 57 NFL games, but. Uh, Mike, uh, he's a pro now. I mean, anytime you get that handful of uh, seasons around there uh, that you are a pro, and the Saints had to do this because we only have, like, three healthy backs right now, and you still have two preseason games left, and then you're going to practice against another team. You know, when the Eno Benjamin, uh, they were counting on him. He's out for the season, the torn Achilles. Then uh, Kendra, uh, Kendra Miller sprains his knee in the, in the opener against the Chiefs. And then a guy, boy, that's when timing. This is when Kirk Merritt needs to be healthy. And he's dealing with a hamstring, but uh, uh, Kirk Merritt did not play against the Chiefs because of hamstring injury. So it's better that's for him. the second co- time he's pulled that. Man, I don't like to hear that. You pull it that second well, time. Well, especially this opportunity for him to catch the coach's attention when they're going to practice against the Chargers or even the Texans. And if he's not ready, he's not ready. And you just have to, uh, you know, to live with it. But a guy that is ready and wants to maybe take advantage of his opportunity. Mike and I said, watch it in the preseason. I don't know, best case scenario, I still think they'd put him on the practice squad as Ellis Merriweather. Look at number 35. He's a running back out of UMass, the rookie from Alpharetta, Georgia. I thought this was interesting. You know how you push the right buttons and you motivate uh, like players or what coaches do in the position room? Uh, I, I, I read this, this is pretty interesting. When you look at Joel Thomas, the running back coach uh, for the Saints, uh, you know, in other words, Joel Thomas is trying to motivate him or get his attention during the game. And then after the game, uh, you know, he ended up scoring the game-winning touchdown. Uh, now, not oh, we kicked the uh, field goal after because we missed the two-point play, but the touchdown to put us within reach. And he said that uh, Joel Thomas, uh, he said he told me, he says, look, I've watched your growth from day one. I see, I see you have it in you, so go out and show everybody. I believed in you from day one, so go out and do it. That's what he told Meriwether. He says, look, uh, he says, here I was a rookie in minicamp. Uh, this is what he's saying where he's come from. I was a rookie minicamp invite. You know, it wasn't like, okay, you got to come try out to see if we're even going to bring you to camp. And he said, look, I didn't get drafted. And obviously when you're an invite, you didn't. He goes, I didn't get any signing bonus. So every single day I go in there with my head down and ready to work and show them that I deserve to be out there. So, well, we're going to have Alice Merriweather is going to have every opportunity. Now, I'm thinking 
it would be more, even if he develops more that, like a uh, practice squad guy that you could see in the future. Because, Mike, he looks He's the part. built differently than the other backs. He's a, kind of a short, squatty, wide back. But, Mike, he's not short. He's 6'2". But, he's not short. But he's built like you wouldn't guess he's 6'2 if you looked at him because yeah. he runs real low. Uh, his head's down, but his eyes are up. A lot of times when you get a guy that's that tall, they run but with their eyes down. He runs low but with his eyes up. So that tells me he's been taught. I don't know who taught him how to play running back because when he was in high school, he played quarterback, wide receiver, running back, linebacker, safety. To help the team win. So <laughs> he, But at 6'2", he's built like a short, squatty guy in that he's sort of low. When he hits that hole – you know, he's not hitting it straight up like like a big cowboy uh, riding a horse. Uh, and so I like that. The one thing I didn't know about him until he came to camp was how well he can catch the ball. But we've seen it. He catches the ball out front with his hands. Yeah, he doesn't fight it. He's not fighting the ball. He catches it smooth. He's not a body catcher. Uh, he'll catch it with his hands. And uh, so, the, the you know, the bottom line is, hey, Here's an opportunity for him. Uh, build upon what you did against the Chiefs when they put you in. And then you practice against the Chargers. Everything's filmed. So a great opportunity for him. Okay, and he says this. I really wanted to be an extra receiver. I'm so big, people don't think about putting me as a wideout. My catching the ball, to be honest with you, is really my best ability. Because he played wideout when he was in high school. But at Mass, they didn't throw him the football a lot. I mean, he just caught a handful of catches, but he went to one of the All-Star games, and he really showed up big, that he could catch the ball. And we can see it out here. But his running style for a tall back is sort of like a short, squatty back. And it's not this high in the saddle runner. And I think you can lay a lot of power on people that way. You know, like Eric Diggison used to run like high in the saddle. And uh, the bottom line is, uh, this, do you get it done? And then uh, right now with his size, you think he should be a good pass protector. You know, you're 6'2", 225, so you should be able to you know, lower those hips. And now you can't whiff. you got to be under control. Because a lot of times the running back, you know, that's a skill. Uh, when a linebacker's blitzing in there, they might bull rush you now and then, but they'll try and juke you. And how if you could be patient enough, almost – like even like at the tackle position where you want to be overly aggressive but you can't whiff because then they have a running start like on a stunt with a linebacker or something or a guy coming off the edge or like a nickel uh, that you can't whiff because they're on the quarterback before you know it. But, again, I go back to Daryl Williams. It's funny how Mahomes brings that up first when he was in Kansas City. That, you know, how good of a pass protector. Come on, you're a multi-million dollar quarterback. Man, you worried about pass protection. Because even as elusive as Patrick is, uh, they got guys coming from you different angles today. And I think for difference from when you played, the blitz was much more from the edge than it is today. And a lot of the blitzes are interior blitzes today. Yeah, they or do delays. twist stunts and uh, just right up the A gap, you know, between the guard center gap. And that's the shortest path to get to the quarterback. And even if you know what you're doing, a quarterback's trying to step up in the pocket. But if there's nowhere to step up, uh, you know, what are you going to do? But, you know, it's amazing. And when you look at, um, like, the running backs, the household names that have just signed, like if you look at Dalvin Cook, uh, now he's going to be with the Jets. you got Ezekiel Elliott and now going with the New England Patriots. 
And Mike Dalvin Cook, uh, like, and the reason why this caught my attention, uh, because like Darrell Williams, okay, he's 28 years of age. Uh, Dalvin Cook just turned 28 last week, and guess how old Ezekiel Elliott is? 28, 28. years old. They all so Mike, you would think. Remember, we used to say, "Oh, when you're young, 30s, you're an old man uh, for a running back." 28, well, you're an old man. No, today. it's like Mike. They don't have no leverage, <laughs> and, and to get paid, it's like all, all of a sudden. The last of the Mohicans, though, yeah, you, Kareem Hunt. Right, right, right. Where he's going to end he's up? He's the last of the Mohicans. Yeah, the, now he might be waiting to see if uh, other running backs get hurt or something to have any some kind of leverage there. But no, it's amazing how we say, "Oh, this went that long ago." I want to say like with Mark Ingram and all, when you start getting 31, 32, now it's like 28, 29, Mike, and they tw- they're getting one-year deals. And that, that that's considered old now for running back in the NFL. Now, basically, what they'll do, you get four, maybe five years out of that back. You know what? Hey, nice knowing you. I'm getting a young back. I'm going to pick one in the draft or sign one, you know, for a one-year the, the, the deal. Worst, the, the worst thing that happened for running backs – this is what occurred last year, and they won the Super Bowl, and he was like beast mode, like he runs like Chris Ivory or Kyrie Robinson. It's Pacheco. Yeah, Isaiah Pacheco. They, they, they took him in the seventh round, and what did the guy we saw him reporting for the Chiefs? He go, well, you know, we love him, but we don't think he's going to live to see a second contract. That They're going to, like, run him into the ground, and he won't get compensated. The other thing, too, is they have a free agent running back from Tulsa who they think is similar to Pacheco. So man, so you Clyde Edwards Alaire, he ain't never gonna see a second contract. Well, yeah, so you have a, you have the one two punch and then they don't have to pay him. Yeah. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy right after this break. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Steve Geller joins us now, and it's time for our WWL Triple Option feature where each of us give our top takes on the top story in sports. And right now, a lot of that certainly has to do with Saints training camp. It is brought to you by Lambert Zaney, representing injured maritime workers for over 40 years. Bobby Jay, you go first. Yeah, uh, I think that just how the same page and it could be uh, no matter who was that quarterback, and I'm talking about primarily uh, Derek Carr and uh, Jameis Winston and how uh, they spread the ball around and had a number of different receivers uh, involved. Because uh, that's what you want. You know, you got to feed the beast and, you know, to get uh, you know the receivers where you get keeping their attention but uh, this is what A.T. Perry, this is what he has to do. He was targeted six times, uh, had six catches. Uh, that's why Traquan Smith better get back out there uh, because look at Keith Kirkwood. The coaches are high on him. 
Uh, he comes up with the four-yard touchdown on that first drive. And so th- th- there's a lot of competition when you look in that receiving room, who's going to make that final cut and then uh, eventually being on the uh, practice squad, so be it. But uh, I just like how both uh, Derek Carr and uh, Jameis Winston, how they spread the ball around to a number of different receivers or even you know, the running back position uh, with Alvin Kamara. And uh, as the game continued, even a guy like A.T. Perry uh, contributing at a very, very high level, and uh, better to be a gamer than a practice player. Uh, he, probably that game that he had against the Chiefs, that was his best practice, counting OTA's minicab and training camp. So, hey, give me that. No drops. Yeah, yeah six targets. Yeah, six catches, no drops. So, uh, good for A.T. Perry. You know, he's one of the guys, and Tommy Tucker and I talk about this all the time. He said, Mike, you bring it up about there's guys, and every year that's one. He doesn't maybe practice great. He doesn't stand out all the time. But come game time, he's ready to play. And they got a lot of guys that's versus Visa, so to speak. Visa versa. Yeah, they, they look great. He calls them all metering. Yeah, 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 yeah. The old airline drive. <laughs> right, exactly. And then you can put them in a game and they like freeze up. <laughs> um, A.T. Perry was one of those guys. Hey, the lights came on, the pad come on, the helmet went on. He played up big. Steve? Uh, for me, a really angry. <laughs> see this team going out for those joint practices with the Chargers, especially what the offensive line is going to do. There was a lot of praise coming from that preseason game, especially even Brian Baldinger of how the, the, the O-line performed. I need to see a yeah, little I gotta, bit more. I got to see that more. Uh, especially with going against that Chargers D-line, I think will be a good test for them. But, yeah, the, definitely needs a big test with Trevor Penning, uh, James Hurst, Eric McCoy, Ruiz, Ramchek, those guys. That first unit uh, want to see tested even more, and I think they're going to get a lot of good work out on the West Coast there. Well, even uh, the backup lineman, you know, that's all, you know, a task because uh, he's the man in charge, Doug Marone. Yeah, right. You know, the the, the coaching <laughs> clinic and you watch him film, and because uh, because when you look at it, um, they're going to get more work. It's continued. The backup line, uh, the unit allowed six quarterback hits, three sacks. So um, it wasn't like it was a clean pocket, to, to say the least. So, uh, and and going against a team like the Chargers, who are known for getting after the opposing quarterback, show me, it, right? Yeah, it, it'll be a lot of good work coming in even before the game on Sunday night. Another thing too is the Chiefs didn't have Chris Jones in there. Amen. Right? Man, you know, when you don't have that guy, uh, how can, disruptive he is. Man, he's he, he's to me is the best interior. Defensive lineman in the NFL right 15 now. and a half sacks last he, year. <laughs> he is really something. I'm going to uh, take a long look at Jalen Smith, the veteran linebacker uh, from Notre Dame who played you know a number of years with the Cowboys and then bounced around Green Bay to Giants last year, of how much he's got left in the tank. Because I do think linebackers, other than pass rushers, they like running backs. Guess how old Jalen Smith is? 28 years old. And, mm. you know, you're not getting paid a lot of money. You know, it's, unless you can rush the quarterback, he's an off-ball guy that's uh, stout against the run. He's always been solid in the coverage part of the game. But as you get older, man, he had a horrific knee injury in that Fiesta Bowl game because at that time. And he came back from that. Came delight. back, and he ended up being a second-round pick. Uh, and, and Dallas paid him. Paid him a lot of money. But then he didn't have nothing to write home about last season. Because I think about that in watching him at, at Notre Dame. He would rank up there with Ray Lewis, Urlacher, Luke Keekley wow. coming out of college. 
he, until the knee injury. He was that good. So he'd have been probably top ten pick, Mike, and then he'd he have been hurt probably him. one or two or three. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, he he was at the top. Had, had he not got hurt, I'll be honest with you, I think he'd have been the top rated player in that draft class for me. He was that good. But, man, it took a little bit away from him. I want to see how much he's got left in him as a player because he knows what to do. And you talk about a guy who's instinctive and smart and understands this game. He's it. But, you know, the man upstairs only gives you so much in the football gas tank. Well, and, and then looking on defense, um, you know, what do you do with your opportunity? Uh, he ended up leading the team in tackles, uh, Ryan Conley. Uh, you know, no, I like him. Uh, yeah, I like him. Uh, if if you look at him, both him and um, Summers, Mike. Uh, so can they build upon uh, what they were able to do? Even Zach Bond. I was going to say, even Bond had an impressive. Yeah, showing. yeah. Uh, Conley had uh, four total tackles, led the team, a couple unassisted. Zach Bond was right behind him with three. Zach Bond also had a sack, quarterback hurry. A tackle for loss. Conley, for instance, he gets a, a special teams tackle. Now, didn't Ty get a special teams tackle? It's too? a special teams tackle, and he also had a sack and a quarterback hurry tackle for loss. This, so these are guys, uh, you can see them. You got it. Like, who, which was who? One's 42, one's 43. With Ty Summers is 42, Ryan Conley is 43. So uh, just look, you know, we know Zach Bond, he's been around 53. But uh, look and see if they could build upon their performance against the Chargers. And also uh, Nephi Sewell, uh, who ended up leading the, uh, the whole team with two special teams tackles. And now that Andrew Dowell's not playing, uh, that's going to be who's going to be the Andrew Dowell to help out J.T. Gray. Sewell's got that, uh, lo- that bloodline working for him. Does yep, he? Yeah, is, is it Nephi? He doesn't uh, have the uh, size of, of, of Big Brother. Right. But he's a tackling machine. He, he, he's he can around run, the yeah. ball now. He can run sideline to sideline. So, uh, yeah, these are all guys that – Look, they're trying to make the team. Uh, they got to put good tape out there, uh, and they they know, they know the game. Uh, what I mean by that, they're not like their first rodeo. Uh, Ty Summers is going into his fifth NFL season. Ryan Connolly and Ryan Connolly going into his fourth. Fourth. Yeah. So 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 they they played. They know what it takes uh, if you're going to have opportunity to make uh, the final roster, and it's when you have an opportunity, um, are you making plays? Uh, like if you have a chance, don't have missed tackles. You know, if you're in a position to make the tackle or they send you on a stunt with a sack, get the quarterback down, don't miss, or even a quarterback pressure. And they were all able to do all of that. And then also he showed up throughout camp. And uh, now you can't forget this number, Agent Zero, yeah. Ugo Amade. Uh, you look at Ugo Amade, uh, and he's done this throughout. He comes up with an interception. You know, we talk about, you know, we need to take the football away. And uh, he led the team. And pass defended uh, with two, and he had an interception, and he also had a tackle on special teams. So that, that that's, uh, you know, guys you're looking at, are you familiar with, not familiar with, who could be newcomers to contribute uh, for this upcoming 23 season. Bob and Steve, I think one of the things, too, is to remember they don't keep as many linebackers anymore because you're not in base more than maybe 20, 22% of the time. you got to be a real standout on special teams. 
Jalen Smith's not going to be the special teams guy. Yeah. But he didn't come here to be no backup. <laughs> the one thing with Jalen, he got a lot of confidence in him, and I can understand. You know, he's been a big-time high school player, huge uh, prospect as a college player. He came in and had a terrible knee injury. But he wasn't sitting and watching with the Cowboys. He was playing. It just financially, they didn't want to pay Jalen at the end. So he got, they cut him loose. Well, the thing's going to be, though, if we in the 4-2 nickel – uh, Jalen Saunders, he's not going to beat out Pete Werner or DeMario, DeMario Davis. No. Now you say he could beat out Zach Bond, but you know where Zach Bond got the edge over him? Even though Special teams. Special teams. Yeah. Right. See, that's why when you're deciding now, maybe the first game, because you can, you know, I don't know. Yeah, what you got Jalen would be in the lineup game one. You see, because uh, you're trying to, who are you trying to contain? Right, with Derrick Henry, yeah, gotcha. With, with Derrick Henry, exactly. It's a wrap on Triple Option. It's brought to you by Lambert Zaney, representing injured maritime workers for over 40 years. Join us every day. And this, today it's in the 4 o'clock hour for the top takes on sports on the Sports Powerhouse WWL. We'll be back to end our number one here on Sports Talk on the Big 870 right after this break. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair. We'll be leaving this shortly to go to practice along with Steve Geller. Guys, one of the things I, I got to see again is, is Max Garcia at the center position because, man, one of the critical guys on this team you do not want to lose is Eric McCoy. We saw what happened with the Bucks last year and with even the Packers over the last two years. Their offense has not run as well because Corey Lindsey left and he goes to the Chargers. Man, uh, Garcia, I thought he was okay in the first uh, preseason game. But, man, that, when you lose your starting center, it does not bode well for you. And is it a coincidence? Look at the two centers on Super Bowl Sunday. Two best centers in, in pro football league, right. today, you know. Kelsey on one side, Creed Humphrey on the other. And, and you look at uh, Mike, and you can see why they brought him in. He's going into his ninth year, uh, veteran uh, Garcia. Um, he's 31 years of age, and and they want that stability. They they don't want to – you know what they didn't want? They wanted Cesar Ruiz. It's okay, just play guard. You just worry about – how about you be a, a kick-ass right guard? And not like if, um, and I still think they would keep him there. They wouldn't want if something would happen, God forbid, to McCoy. To over. They don't want to move him. They want him to now stay. now you messing with two yeah, positions yeah, they, they, instead they of one. They want to just stay guard and be able to, okay, Max Garcia, plug and play. You're a veteran. You know what to do. And go from there. Now, uh, speaking of also, we talk hit in all different areas. And we had the big advantage over the Chiefs uh, in the return game. You know, when you're hitting yardage, flipping the field and all, uh, Lynn Bowden Jr., I mean, uh, he averaged 15 yards of punt return. Now he had that long of 22. Right. That that's as good as it gets. If you if any time you know you're over double digits and you know, 14, 15, that's like at a Pro Bowl level. And even uh, Kirkland, Jontre uh, uh, did well. Yes, he had a long gain of 27 yard kickoff return. We're going to talk about that uh, um, maybe next week. Also, the new rules with uh, will we see more fair catches on the kickoff and get it at the 25. Instead of taking a chance uh, with a return, but uh, I think uh, some guys are going to say like Lynn, man, what I'm trying to make it. I got to try and make it. I'm ain't running no back. fair catch coming your way here. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking off and, for and sure. So, right. Uh, anything over 25 yards is a nice kick return this day and age. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy. Bobby's going to head to practice, and we'll be back with more sports talk right after this news break on the Big Eight Seventy WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 